1: That's Chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: The Raiders is a team that we don't care for.
0: Something. Something. <laughs> Bravo. With Lord Latimore Volkman, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Lori Lattimore-Volkman and Tim Lynch. Happy New Year, everybody. (laughs) It's 2020 league year uh, in the NFL. Uh, It's the only thing going on right now with all the major sports having suspended due to coronavirus concerns. First off, how are we doing? Are we all healthy? Are we all doing okay on, on home confinement? Lori?
2: I am healthy. I am doing okay on home confinement. As a homeschool teacher, I am doing terrible. <laughs>
0: so. I would like to echo that sentiment. Uh, <laughs> homeschooling is is just awful. Like, I, we immediately <laughs> need to give all these teachers uh, a huge fat raise because I cannot do this. For <laughs> we're three days in, it is
1: really hard. And
2: Tim, how's it going over there?
1: I've already given up. She's playing computer games. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, this is partly why it's hard because my youngest like wants to play computer games all day. I'm like, you can't do that until you finish your homework. So he rushes through it and then it sucks and I make him go back and do it again. And then it's, you know, a fight all day.
0: I managed to delay my youngest from coming down and playing video games uh, while we were doing homework. And then as soon as he finished homework, he's like, all right, I'm gonna go play video games. I'm like, oh, no, I have to do the podcast. (laughs) So you're gonna have to wait at least another hour. He was completely crushed, but, you know, that's the kind of sacrifice I'm willing to make to bring this show to the people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> so unlike in shows past, uh, there's actually something to talk about. We've got free agency. Breaking news as of moments ago, Joe Flacco uh, waved because uh, failed physical. So no longer a Denver Bronco. Uh, let's all shed a tear for, over that.
1: So, yeah, he's gone. So then we also can move forward uh, into a new era of Broncos football that does not include Joe Flacco. So there's my (laughs) weeping. (laughs) uh...
2: That sounds like a book report from somebody who didn't read the book.
1: Yeah. The title
2: of my book report is Joe Flacco... Has been waived because he's been waived by the organization that he was formerly.
1: Are you saying?
0: By a scarlet letter, scarlet being of the hue red, uh, and, and being are worn you saying on I should not be in charge? Makes it a letter, a scarlet letter.
1: Are you saying I should not be in charge of the coronavirus response?
0: Someone, yes. someone
1: checked okay. him
0: for a fever. He's hedging. What are you hiding I don't want down? to
1: talk about Joe Flacco. I'm ready to move on. That's Well, you know, then I'm let
0: Lori eulogize his uh, brief and storied career here in Denver.
2: Joe Flacco, thank you for your seven weeks of mediocrity and pathetic play.
0: And impeccable hair.
2: That's right. You look good in the uniform. You didn't play very well. But thanks to you, we're able to find the quarterback of the future. He's at the Ravens. They get... Lamar Jackson. Joe gets hurt. Lamar comes in and becomes the quarterback of the future. Joe goes to the Broncos, gets hurt. Drew Locke finally comes in, quarterback of the future. So basically, a team looking for their quarterback of the future should just bring Joe Flacco on, let him play a couple weeks, and voila, they'll have him.
0: So he's going to the Patriots. (laughs) I'm okay with that.
2: (laughs) Me too. Just Rod talk about
0: that. how lucky we were that Joe Flacco didn't mentor Drew Locke. It was like, oh no, if Joe isn't going to mentor Drew Locke. Drama was stupid, it, it, just like Joe Flacco.
2: <laughs> this time last year, we, at least I, was applauding John Elway for doing something to be better than Case Keenum. So we have to, you
1: know. Little did we know he <laughs> was going to be worse than Case Keenum. Was he?
2: <laughs> I don't know if he was.
1: A two-down
0: quarterback. First down, second down, sacked on third down punt. 26 sacks
1: in eight games, by the way.
2: Well, and eight of them came in one game.
1: <laughs> Six touchdowns in eight games, I mean.
2: Well, that's enough. Uh,
0: goodbye, Joe. Best of luck wherever you end up. Um May your hair ever be fabulous. Um, So there's other news, other exciting things. Uh, I guess real quick, let's just touch on the departure of fan favorite Andy Janovich. He was traded to the Cleveland uh, Browns for a 2021
1: seventh round pick. So, yeah. Even worse, the Broncos actually have to eat a million dollars in cap space just to get that seventh round pick. They don't save any money by trading them.
2: I know we're not going to really use him as an offensive weapon, but he's such a good blocker, and we run the ball so much better when he is in the game. So why there's eat a million more. dollars for a seventh rounder? A seventh rounder who will get cut? I mean, come from on. next
0: year. Yeah, it's, it's it's odd. It's an it was an odd move. I'm
1: well, they're moving I, to a more spread offense. So there's just no there's not going to be a fullback on the field, even if they can block, they're not going to be on the field. So why bother?
2: I do kind of understand moving on from him. I would think you could get something for him more than a seventh rounder in a year.
0: Get something from him for him this year. Like that it was odd, but all right. Well, whatever. Last uh, departure that we probably should talk about. And this one kind of smarts. This one is uh, Chris Harris Jr. Tim, you want to fill us
1: in on what exactly happened there? We knew this was coming because Chris Harris even said last week that the, the door... The Broncos is closed, so he's moving on. The best part of of him going to the Chargers was that he gave the Raiders the middle finger before doing so. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So he, he had yeah. the
0: opportunity to sign there for more, for money, more money, and yeah. was like, Nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> good.
1: So yeah. the fact that he did that, I don't care if he's playing for the Chargers. Who cares about the Chargers? They're a fanless team. So he's he's a Bronco for life and. I look forward to five years after he retires when he comes out on the field and gets inducted into that ring of fame. So, you know, Mike Kliss and the PR machine wants to point out how stupid he was to not take the offer from Elway. Blah blah blah. It's like just move on. Don't no need to freaking you know sucker punch him. An, Why rub his face know, in it? Yeah.
2: <laughs> It'd be interesting to know really how this went down because before the trade deadline, Elway's offer was a lot better than what he ended up getting, or at least basically better. Two years for about twenty five million. So it's gonna be more money, maybe less guaranteed, but he's not guaranteed all that much with this deal with the Chargers.
1: I mean he he took less money. I think he's gonna do well though. He he though the smart thing that Chris Harris Jr. did with this decision was he looked at the whole defense and how he might fit into it and how he might be able to get back on track in terms of, you know, coming off a down, a down year. So I think he's actually going to have a good season, uh, especially in the slot.
0: Every old uh, Bronco that goes back to play the Broncos. Um, they, we just give touchdowns away. So he, he should have about four interceptions for touchdowns uh, just this year against Denver. <laughs> That's how we do. We all we always we always spot you a few uh, when you come back to play the Denver Broncos. But
2: but he's going to the Chargers where he'll probably be hurt by week three.
0: He could be the leading scorer for the leader, <laughs> for the Los Angeles Chargers.
2: Do they have a quarterback do they play? yet? <laughs> not yet.
0: Not yet. They they have uh, come out and said not Cam Newton, which I thought is pretty interesting. He's Cam Newton's the only guy who ha- has yet to land. I have, I have a feeling he'll. Uh...
2: Well, and Joe Flacco. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Joseph Joseph may be retired and just not know it yet. Um, <laughs> But uh, I think Cam is going to be the the camp injury uh, uh, replacement savior. Someone's going to get hurt in camp, and they're going to be like, Cam, come on in. Because I don't see him going to Washington, you know, with Ron Rivera. Ron's probably over that, so <laughs> he's probably like, we're good. We're fine. Well, let's turn the page. Chris Harris, good luck to you and the Chargers, I guess. But um, – No. We also have some acquisition. No. No? Good luck to Chris
2: Harris Jr. No good luck to the Chargers.
0: All right. Fair enough. Well, okay. So with the coronavirus, this is also very interesting. Um, Construction on uh, the stadium in Los Angeles and the stadium in Las Vegas is in doubt. And so uh, Oakland Raiders may actually exist for yet another year because they may not be able to get into their new stadium because of the, the, the problem. Oh,
1: man. I want to see them playing on a high school field. Outside Las Vegas, oh, please, please let this happen.
2: <laughs> what? I mean, that's better than playing in you know their old stadium.
1: But but it would be a high school stadium, which would be hilarious. I just, <laughs> I just want that to happen so bad. There's just so many things I could do with that. They could end play up at, at like UNLV. UNLV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, that works too. I just want it to be embarrassing, <laughs> which would be just awesome. And you know, they're, they're, the delay is gonna. Yeah, they're they're not going to play in their stadium. This is going to be great if we
0: have a, if we have a season at all. Really, that's the other Well, concern. Let's
1: not go that far. Mm-hmm.
0: Got Hopefully not yet. Uh,
2: Regardless, something something Broncos will be here for you.
0: We will be here on Thursday or Friday or Saturday, depending <laughs> on when we publish.
2: This is yeah. This is what it's come to for me too. I'm just like here. Here's some snacks. Go outside. I'm done with you. <laughs>
0: Free <laughs> us!
1: Yes. All right,
0: all right. So, so, all right. Goodbye, goodbye, old Broncos. See ya. Thanks for everything, uh, except for you, Joe Flacco. You can piss off. Um, <laughs> we have new Broncos. Tim, would you like to share with us who the new Broncos are? Oh, well, uh, let's, no. let's go with the Broncos. No, that are the answer is no. Tim is very <laughs> well, excited. I, I want
2: go. Tim does to not want to give any news on this show. I, I don't
0: know. <laughs> no.
1: You're roasting me.
0: Get your book report together. <laughs> yeah.
1: My book report's gonna, I'm gonna go with the Broncos that were Broncos that are gonna continue being Broncos. Okay, so go ahead because I think, I think that's an important part of the free agent story. You know, the, the guys that the Broncos have decided to keep are, you know, that that tells a lot about what how they value certain players. They franchise Justin Simmons, they, they tendered offensive linemen, uh, Elijah Wilkinson and Jake Rogers, and also Mike Purcell. Mm-hmm. uh along the defensive line and then they signed Devonte bosby and joe jones to one-year deals so i
0: love uh, that bosby is coming back me too. i like me too. that guy me. i like
1: him and i i think he's
0: gonna do good things <clears> for us
1: he's fearless love love the the character he has justin simmons obviously and purcell two key players on defense as well so i think that's a good base uh they let chris harris jr go they there looks like they might let uh derrick wolf go Shelby Harris is gone so there's some changes there so to account for that they went and got brought in some new players to kind of replace the old AJ Bouye was the first trade last week absolute steal his contract is not that bad he's young and all they had to give up was what a fourth round pick I mean it was just you look at the trade for uh, Darius Slay who's like four years older huge contract and the Eagles gave up what was it like a it was a couple
2: of draft picks
1: Eagles made him the highest-paid cornerback in the NFL, and they sent a third-round and a fifth-rounder for a 31-year-old corner. You know, I'm sure he's good, but man, Bouye gave up just a fourth-rounder. He's 27, and he's looking to
0: rebound. He's, uh, you know, uh, he had a down year last
1: year, and uh,
0: he's he's you know he's going to be hungry to make an impact.
1: His down year wasn't even that bad. That's the thing. He's just down from his outstanding years I, I think it was a good deal all around for the broncos and they got him through 2021 at just 13 million a year which is like for starting corner outside that's that's the peanuts so
2: yeah i think i think it was a good trade because i'm not convinced he's a, a cb1 but i don't know if that's how the broncos see him or not i, mean, I think probably they're hoping bryce callahan is back in full health and able to contribute more than,
1: I mean, he's got be back.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so then you're looking at Callahan, Bouye and Bosby. And that's a, that's pretty solid. Hopefully we draft a couple of good corners who can, you know, be really good down the road.
1: And they might not be, be done. They, they, you know, Prince Amukamara is still rumored. That's interest right. Amukamara. I, I, would I would like to like see
2: that. that I would be, to have those four as our, you know, with our depth. I think that would make me feel a lot more confident in the secondary.
1: Yeah. It's good rotation right there. Uh, Cause then you got Isaac Yadam down there. Uh, around fifth or sixth. So,
0: uh, yeah, Isaac Yadam. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm ready for that to be over.
2: We don't need to get rid of him yet, <laughs> but yeah, keep him. He doesn't, he shouldn't be in the, in the starting rotation. He shouldn't be a a young guy uniform.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The first big free agent move the Broncos made was Graham Glasgow from the Detroit lions. And he's going to be a center, right? He's going to be our center. Um, He might be our guard actually.
2: Yeah. I think they're thinking he'll play right guard.
1: Really? So they're still open for center. They need to find somebody to come in there. Patrick uh, Morris and no, Patrick Austin Schlotman
2: are the guys that will be competing for center.
1: Yeah. And I think they're okay with that in terms of Mike you know,
2: Munchak seems to be. And you know, at this I point. I mean you got
1: Dalton Reisner and Graham Glasgow on either side. I think the center will get some help. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. So, I mean my God. But they got a great deal for for Glasgow. So uh Connor McGovern ended up making more money, but Glasgow ended up with a higher pro football focus grade, if you believe in that kind of stuff. Which I don't. Um, Which I (laughs) most certainly don't. But, you know, it's the only place creating arbitrary grades, so we'll use that. I think it's a great signing, or a B for that one.
2: I think it's a good signing, too. He's experienced, he's durable, which is possibly the thing we need the most on that line. A reporter for the Detroit Free Press was saying... He's really good, and the reason the Lions didn't try harder to keep him was really just about value. They, they see that they need to try to keep their center next year, and so they're just kind of looking at money, and they just didn't feel like they were going to be able to offer him the kind of money he deserved. That's what the Broncos need. They need a guy who can come in there, just play solid, not have to rotate out every, <laughs> every other game for an injury like Ron Leary did, and keep the quarterback upright.
0: I'm in. I I'm happy to see some some turnover on the uh, offensive line. Been an area of need for it seems like a lot longer than it should have been. That's good. That's good. And you've got uh, you got Garrett Bowles, uh, and he's gonna be he's gonna be there on the line. You you neglected to mention old Garrett when you uh, when you were talking about the line there, Lori. You slipped your <laughs> mind. I? That brings us to our our next uh, acquisition.
1: Which is the most important uh, acquisition we made. It's the Broncos favorite position of all time, the backup quarterback position <laughs> and
0: that actually wasn't the position I had forgotten about Let- <laughs> yay, we got a backup quarterback yay. so we probably won't be taking one in the draft in the later rounds, which is good because
1: yeah we, we you know oh, they end up being starters. It's a perfectly good signing. <laughs> I hope to never see him on the field and you know that's (laughs) well just we just remember fondly
0: that time that Jeff Driscoll beat us when he played with the Bengals and like it burned into our brains and now uh we're like we must have him so (laughs) impression made I guess
2: he's athletic and so I think they're thinking they wouldn't have to change the offense for him if he had to come in you know short term like if Drew Locke gets banged up on a play and needs to come out for a little bit or miss part of a game or something, he he would be serviceable. He, he or if we be... have
0: such a commanding lead, they pull Drew Locke. Yeah. Let's I think not that get, that's let's the not scenario that we're going to be hoping for.
1: And you know what? I would just like you to know, Jess, that Driscoll did not beat the Broncos. The Broncos won 24 to 10. Oh, did, really? I thought we lost. I mean, Case Keenan was starting, so it was hard to remember Oh. That we should have won a few games that that, really there you have it that's why but he he made an indelible impression
0: can we just take a moment and just uh maybe we should take our hats off for this uh Casey Kreider is no longer the long snapper of the Denver Broncos (laughs) um they have replaced him with some guy I don't know the new guy's name because I'm so heartbroken that Casey Kreider is gone he was solid for us it is sad as long snappers go, of all of the long snappers we've had, I gotta say that uh, Casey Kreider was one of them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, anyway.
2: <laughs> all right. Now let's get to all right. the Broncos' favorite position and the, possibly their best move. Yeah. They, I, can we just
0: highway okay, robbery we, would be it was it was hundred. amazing. Like when you hear what we what we traded to get this guy, it was a Listen to the deal on Spotify. I mean, it's not like a uh, Andy Janovich level where it's like (laughs) next year's seventh round pick, but it's still a seventh
1: round pick. And it's the Trevor Simeon pick, seventh round. Why do you gotta phrase it like that? Chad Kelly pick, Mm. Uh, just seventh Mm. round picks that we've we've seen the Broncos have. Jake Butt.
2: Can we come on? Let's talk about the new guy, (laughs) (laughs) Jarrell Casey.
0: Come on, right, go for it, Lori, break it down.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> I know we got to steal, rush the quarterback and is a good run blocker. Going he to be good. He's hand
0: in the dirt. He can stand up. He can do He can come from all sides. He's amazing.
2: And his mom, his mama taught him to do that. So I already like him.
1: He has had five or more sacks in each of the last seven seasons. He's missed very few games, I think four or five his whole career. And even had he had 20 pressures last year, so he's still getting after the quarterback to this day. So I mean he's made five straight poor bowls. I just I can't believe the Titans just gave him away for basically nothing. The Broncos defense just got a heck of a lot better in 2020. I'm excited. It is the best move. This made the free agency, you know, they'll they'll make a few more signings, but the Drill Casey signing or the trade is just that is the best amazing. thing they could have done to make to improve the interior for life. a
0: seventh round pick. Just a, a seventh round, th- round th- pick. like
2: I don't nuts. understand what the Titans were doing, but it wasn't nearly as bad as what the
0: Texans uh, did. The
2: Texans did,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, boy, <laughs> Bill O'Brien, like what? Is, what is wrong with him? DeAndre Hopkins, like peanuts, like ridiculous.
2: And yet the Broncos have the distinct honor of having bill o'brien call our head coach our former head coach (laughs) dumb as fuck
0: yeah 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 i know
1: how ironic though
0: right (laughs) takes one to know what's it's like the spider-man meme like they're just like, like pointing at each other yeah
1: all right so what what's your overall grade for all the moves the broncos have made just an overall feeling and grade on what they've done i'll give a
0: b because i'm I'm a little irritated with the Andy Janovich trade. I think that we could, probably could have done a little bit better than that. Actually, you know what? Getting rid of Joe Flacco moments before we started recording, um, that I'll give it a B plus. That's, <laughs> that's good. That's good. and, and it should ju- it should be noted that um, by um, waving him as we did, we'll save uh, 10.05 million in cap space immediately, according to Nikki Javala. A little more cap to play with. What do you think, Lori? What do you give it?
2: I I was gonna say B plus even before you changed your grade, and my <laughs> my reason for not giving an A was Andy Janovich as well because I feel like we I don't understand that trade at all. But on the other side, I think the the Jarrell Casey trade was amazing, and keeping you know Justin Simmons and getting Bouye and I you know I think we did some really good things on defense, and I also really love that we did get. A, a veteran solid offensive lineman in free agency that we're not just waiting for the draft to get some young guys. Although I hope we do that too. So I, I give it a B plus. If we get like Prince Amakamara, I'm going to go with an A. I'm, I'm bumping it up.
0: That'd be great. Or or if we get uh, Will Parks back or Derek Wolf, like I'd be okay with either. You know, the, yeah. the, now that we have a little more cap, I, the, it makes it possible I'm not gonna say likely I'm gonna say it would be possible but
2: um. I have a feeling Derek Wolf will be back I feel like since he wasn't snapped up right away and since we do have some money uh and I think he'll probably love to play with Jarrell Casey I think he might be all right staying for you know not trying to just go after the biggest dollar
1: the Broncos are definitely going to make a couple of more moves after this podcast goes live but I mean overall i I have to give him an, an a even with andy janovich he's a fullback you know fan favorite but you are at the end of the day homer. he's a fullback, <laughs> all right i'm not going to lose sleep over the fullback being traded um but uh, given putting that up against all the other moves they made it just they did everything i was hoping they would do and more and i'm just i'm really excited about that and it really opens the door for them to really go get some talent at their draft selections they don't have to, feel like, oh, we got to get this position or that position. I mean, you already know they're going to go wide receiver, number one, you know, 15th overall, but with how many wide receivers that, that are that good in that range, they'll they'll get a good player there. I like it. I think if they brought back, like you said, Derek Wolf would be a great addition. Uh, keep some of your veteran leadership there. And a guy that loves being a Bronco would be, you know, worth it. But, you know, if he wants nine, 10 million a year, I just... I mean, I don't think I don't think they should go for that. It's just not from a long term team building standpoint, it doesn't make sense at this point. So and I love Wolf. So it's it's just we're in a transition. We're we're moving on away from the Super Bowl glory of 2015 and, and into the future.
2: We're moving on and you know, it was harder I think those first couple of years to kind of move away from that defense, but especially now that Chris Harris Jr. is gone. I just feel like going with that sort of the new Broncos defense, I'm totally ready for this new team, whatever, whatever way we're going to go.
0: That's actually what I was going to say on the offensive side. Okay, so yes, Andy Janovich is gone, but that also signals the demise of what has been <laughs> one of the most frustrating offenses to watch <laughs> since... 2014 really i mean uh when gary kubiak uh uh, the gary kubiak uh offense and i i I love gary kubiak i you know he's great backup quarterback of, of my childhood and great offensive coordinator great head coach he won us the super bowl i've got nothing but great things to say about gary kubiak his offense is painful to watch and so the, the fact that we had continued to run that since 2015, I mean, Peyton Manning <laughs> resisted it, and then we had the slew of terrible quarterbacks who couldn't run it, and, and even when they did, it was still awful because we wouldn't stretch the field, and it, it was it, this, these little swing passes and dump passes that just made watching the Broncos on offense so painful. And so now Janovich is gone and that signals that a change in offensive philosophy, like Tim said, we're going to spread it out. There's going to be more receivers on the field, more tight ends. Uh, We're going to see a little bit more Noah Fant. I'm sure Uh, things ought to be getting more exciting on the offensive side of the ball. And so, so maybe maybe we shouldn't all cry too much about the loss of Janovich because that means that the Kubiak offense that has been so terrible to watch over the last few years is is finally we're moving past that. And so there's something new, something exciting on the horizon.
2: I think when we look back on it, we should give Peyton even more credit for dealing with that, not complaining, putting up with it and trying to do it as a, you know, in his seventeenth year as a quarterback going to a whole different kind of offense that didn't fit his skill set we would struggle
0: the whole game and then finally could be could be like all right peyton go do your thing and then he'd just go and win the game and it would be like
2: yeah why are you forcing him to do this stupid offense I, <laughs> i'm with you i'm with you that was, it was awful
0: i mean i don't have a mystery question because i'm on house quarantine with my children
2: <laughs> we should do something in chris harris jr's honor
1: okay the moment of silence is that what yeah that was it there's one our favorite chris harris jr play i could think of one
2: i loved the interception against the uh the raiders where he ran it back like half the field yep
1: his touchdown was a difference in that game 16 to 9
2: yep and didn't he have multiple interceptions in that game
1: uh you might be thinking of the charger comeback Remember Peyton Manning's Monday Night Football comeback? Mm -hmm. He had two picks in that game. One was a pick six. My favorite was uh, AFC Championship game against uh, fourth down and two. Mm. Brady did a little swing pass outside thinking Edelman will be right there open for the first down. And Chris Harris Jr. was all over him. Denied. Little did we know they'd get two more tries and score touchdown. But, still, but still that play was still off yeah. yeah
0: yeah
2: all right jess yours
0: uh yeah all those
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's, it's weird it's like it's like
0: with champ bailey like i i can think of a bunch you know with chris harris it's like oh yeah yeah but there, i don't know for me it's like it doesn't there's not like a seminal moment that I was like, "Yes, Chris Harris Jr." And I, there probably should be, and that's not fair that I don't have that lodged in my brain. But, um, I think he was just a good, really good player. I mean, he's not he's not Champ Bailey, but he was he was really good for us, and so and that's good. I mean, he was he was reliable, and but it, was there a seminal moment where I was like, "Yes, this guy is an all timer for the Broncos"? I, I'm
1: is he hard prepped. Is he a
0: ring of famer to you? Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, it, unfortunately, when you get John Lynch in, it's like the bar is so much lower now. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure, why not? Everybody gets in. But yeah, no, I, right. I, th- I, th- I think he is. I think he's a ring of famer. Sure, absolutely. Um, absolutely,
2: but, he's a ring of famer. Yeah.
0: I agree. I, you know, but is he like at same level? Is he Hall of Fame consideration worthy? No, definitely not yet
1: do enough flashy stuff like he did as he did he played such great football and from a football standpoint i think he is a hall of famer but you have to be it's more than just being a great football player you gotta you gotta have those plays that you're talking about you gotta have the flashes of like oh wow this is amazing and you know the guys that just play their craft and do it freaking better than anybody and but don't have those flashy you know wow plays they just don't they don't get the recognition or the notice so ne- needs needs and a little more Dion
0: in there you know yeah, yeah.
2: plus at his position part of what made him great was nobody wanted to throw to where he was going to cover that's hard. there's no stat that says how many times did a team not throw your way because they were afraid of how good you were going to cover them
1: he's the ring of famer 100 i would expect him to get in five years after he retired um you know first year of eligibility there Part of that 2015 no-fly zone, it's it's special place in, in history. So, oh yeah, um, especially but.
0: with the Super Bowl. I mean
1: that that ices it. So yeah, yeah. Well, I got to get going.
0: <laughs> All right, see ya. Sorry, just- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you've been listening to something something Broncos. Uh, Tim Lynch has to go. Uh, Lori and I are still <laughs> uh, under house arrest with our children uh, for the foreseeable future. Wish us luck. Tweet us at D O C L L V, uh, at Jezru at Tim Lynch, 1978. Um, we are all contributors to mile high report. Uh, you can read all of our stuff there. Feel free to like and subscribe uh, to this podcast and all of our mile high report podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, check us out, leave us a comment, tell us how much you love us. And, um, and uh, go Broncos. And stay safe, everybody. If there's coronavirus out there. Wash your hands. A correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the... Both, uh,
2: both fouls were on the kicking team. Uh,
0: every day. Up, oh! <laughs> 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 you can read... <laughs> all of our... <clears throat> I was a child by the way. I, not- I, I, I my phone just like I mean it went down and it went down in the most violent way possible. It was just like, oh god, it's broken. <clears throat> Sorry. They they could come down here at any moment and 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 ruin the podcast right now <laughs> and Thankfully, I, I I threw a bunch of cheese sticks at them and some crackers and and w- when they were distracted, I ran out here to the basement to begin
1: <laughs> runcasting. casting. I so. know. Good show. Good I feel show. like we good a Really good job today. And the Lions coach, what's his name? Patricio. He's doing Pat- crazy stupid Patricia. things, Patricia <laughs> or Patricio? Patricia. <laughs> Patricia. What did I say?
0: Uh, I don't know. You, it was just <laughs> so the wrong.
2: You are you? Are you eating? <laughs> <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> what?
0: What are you? What are you eating? Sandwich. You've been listening to something, something Broncos, a feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lanimore, Jess Just Place, and Tim. Lane. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com.